Welcome back to the Deepest Desires Podcast. Here we're being extra open and honest about our spiritual journey, the ups and downs, the wins and losses, and simply remembering we're all human. No pressure to feel perfect in this space because we're all a mess at one point or another. So let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Deepest Desires Podcast. It's your host, Triana, of course. And I am finally back with another episode and I don't think it's been that long on your guys' end, but it feels like a long time on mine because I just haven't felt very inspired, I guess you can say, the past few days. And it's just been hard for me to continue with my normal routine of really trying to push myself to do things for my higher self and get things done. I just think I was in my masculine energy for a few weeks on end and I think it was definitely time to take a few days to be in my feminine energy fully and not really worry about what I need to get done, what I should do next, what I should work on or try and progress in my life in general so it was nice i took yesterday as a basically full day after work of course um to actually just lay down relax and do mindless activities like scrolling through tiktok um and not feel guilty about it so that was nice but definitely time to get back onto the things that need to be done um, I didn't, I was making sure that I wouldn't say stay stagnant, but also gave myself that little bit of time. It was very important, so make sure if you ever need that time, don't feel guilty about taking a few days to yourself because we need the balance of masculine and feminine energy. So with that out of the way, I also wanted to talk about the fact because on my drive home from work I was thinking about it once again it's been a theme for the past few months if you guys have listened to my other episodes you've probably heard a little bit about it but it was just a moment where I'm like dang I wish I could do something like kind of go have fun I'm tired of like being alone I'm tired of just constantly working on myself you know like it's great to be alone, it's great to work on yourself, but every now and then we need, it's once again a balance where you need to go have fun, not worry about the deeper things in life all the time because y'all, my brain is constantly like in the deep end of life, okay? Everything, it like it's like my brain tries to make everything deep in a sense, and I don't mean that terribly like it's not annoying but it definitely is in the back of my head it's not something I bring up to everyone I let people have their surface level and I don't mean that in a bad way but their surface level like fun and experience because thinking deep all the time is just exhausting sometimes (laughs) that is also the same way I feel about the um signs from the universe lately and the angel numbers like all the signs I've been getting, it's like constant. It is it is constant. And I'm 
very grateful for it, but it's also like every just constantly throughout the day I'm thinking, oh god, what is this sign about? What does it mean? It can be exhausting. It, I'm sure y'all know, I'm sure y'all have experienced either of these feelings. It happens, that doesn't mean we're less grateful. Sometimes we just need a break to think like a human and not um, on a soul level. So yeah, that's been intense, but yeah, I was feeling kind of alone on my drive and I was like, okay, but I don't really have anyone to hang out with. There's no one I really want to hang out with. Um, if you listen to one of my previous episodes, cannot remember which one, I've maybe mentioned it in a couple, that I just, am pr I prefer to be alone right now, like even though I have that little feeling in the back of my head, for my highest self, it just feels best to be alone. I've been let down a lot um, in the past few months, so it's kind of what I prefer at the moment, and it's been very nice. I haven't really had a desire to go out. Like, I'd rather have fun on my own, which is exciting and great. I was literally gonna go to the movies by myself not that long ago, but my boyfriend wants to see the movie um, that I want to see. He's just not available at the moment, so I was like, dang, okay, I won't go alone. I mean, I could just watch it twice, but I, I, I'm not the type of person who can really sit through a movie twice unless I love it, like, especially that soon, like, back to back. So, yeah, I've just been enjoying alone time, but I do still have those feelings sometimes, and in case you're feeling like that, just really listen to your intuition. Do you actually need to take the time to go, you know, hang out with other people, have some fun, because that is okay? But, or do you need to take the time to continue to be alone and not give in to that urge, which is also okay. You just really have to listen to what your intuition needs and what it tells you. So whichever one you have a stronger desire to do, go do that. And I decided to just get a pink drink because pink drinks make me very happy and come home and record this episode for you guys. It was something I wanted to get done anyways, and I just know it'll fulfill me more than hanging out with anyone that has either upset me lately because they haven't been there for me, or even the friends that have been hanging out with me here and there. I still just needed that time. Okay, sorry, I had to take a break real quick to check my messages because my f one of my favorite podcasters she just dropped an episode today. Her name is Samantha Daly, and the podcast is Makeshift Happen. If you guys don't already listen to her, go listen to her. Love her. But I DM'd it. I was like, girl, this episode, like, ugh, it was just so good. I was listening to it on my drive home, and I was just, like, floored. Like, I just didn't know the things she went through like almost right before her manifestation started to come in and it was just honestly I, I don't know just interesting to hear and very helpful to hear what someone else went through that now they are like thriving so definitely go check her out that episode is 10 out of 10 let me see what it's called real quick let me pull that up for you guys um it's called from broke to abundant 
and it says three something but i can't fully see oh three spiritual beliefs that change my and it probably says mindset or something but definitely check her out love it but anyways moving on from all that i wanted to talk about attachments today because that is something that is unfortunately a very prevalent thing in my life it always has been <laughs> ever since i could remember I am just a attached type of person and it is something I'm working on to not be so attached because obviously we all know unhealthy attachments can form. Mm -hmm. They happen. So mine started out literally like I said ever since I can remember I was attached at the, to my poor mother who could not get like <laughs> A second away from me I just I was just a nervous shy kid I absolutely would I don't think it was as bad when I was home but when we went anywhere even around family like I would not walk around anyone else's house without her like I can specifically remember going to my grandparents and they have a pool and like I would I just would go throughout the house with her. I barely wanted to be in the pool without her. Like I'd want her out there, but if like my brother was there, I wouldn't be as bad because I would just go play with him and we'd swim around in the pool. But there was even a time where she asked, she was like, do you want to go to your grandparents and swim? And, but she had to work, so she wasn't going to be there. She was just going to drop us off. Girl, I was like, I do not want to go if you're not going to be there. Like what the heck? And it doesn't matter how close I was to other people. I just genuinely was like, I need my mother. Like, I need my mother here. So that was the first one. And that was up until I was eight. And then it transferred over to me having attachments to my friends. Now, I don't feel as if this was as bad or unhealthy of an attachment. I feel like it was just like, kind of surface level attachment because I wasn't really like anxious or upset without my friends but there was a specific friend from sixth grade to um almost the end of high school and we were best friends and we hung out literally every day if we could I was we were having sleepovers every weekend and I would sometimes spend the whole weekend at her house and like summer of course we would hang out like every day like we barely gave each other a break so that was definitely an attachment because we wanted to hang out constantly i just don't feel it was super super unhealthy because there wasn't the negative emotions involved if we didn't get to hang out really other than normal teenage annoyance if you couldn't hang out with your friends or best friend but then after that it moved to significant others and i became attached to significant others and my relationships and i am definitely still dealing with that today it is something i'm working on but as of right now that is where it stands i have attachments to significant others and kind of unhealthy okay it's not terrible but we're working on it because it needs work <laughs> so like it's 
it's just something I have to work on. And if you guys also listen to another episode, cannot recall which one it was, but I did say I was diagnosed with anxiety when I was 12. So I have an anxious attachment style. So that is something that's just kind of where it stems from. As of right now, I don't really think it was like that when I was a kid. I was just a really shy kid. But since I was 12 and on, it's just anxious attachment styles. So we obviously know there's healthy and unhealthy attachments. And the unhealthy attachments that we may form to people, places, or things can stem from childhood trauma, relationship trauma, trauma bonding, anxiety, or any traumatic experience, or even just being shy and nervous like I was as a kid. And it is just, I see a lot of them that mostly stem from trauma, but it's something that just it just happens mine definitely progressed after my first relationship the attachment to my current boyfriend is definitely an anxious attachment because of my relationship trauma from my previous boyfriend so that's it's just it just it just progressed to something different you know we love that we love that so that is something I am just trying to work through. I've done a good bit. My current boyfriend and I have been together for two years and it was definitely worse in the beginning. It was hard to get through that and realize that I didn't have to have that anxious attachment because things weren't the same as they were in the previous relationship. It just took a while to learn and it was a little hard for me to kind of like give him space and just be without him just in fear of losing him and I really just like every little argument I swore it was gonna like be the end because in my past relationship that's kind of just what I was always threatened with so if you have ever dealt with that believe me I feel you I'm right there with you you will get through it You just gotta kind of talk yourself down sometimes and if you absolutely do see similarities you'll have to work through it to just leave that person because there's going to be something better for you someone better for you and if someone is making you feel so stressed and negative emotions and all of that sadness it's just better to be alone until you find the right thing and the right person so don't feel bad about that Um, But attachment can come in many forms and look different for everyone. So a lot of us may not even realize we're attached. It's not always easy to spot if you're not in a moment of self-awareness. So everyone can look different. You may think that you're not attached or someone's not attached, but it just shows up differently for them. And they may actually be that is normal we're all human we're all different and we all handle things differently so that is something that we have to also try and keep a lookout for and make sure we're practicing self-awareness as much as we could but don't beat yourself up over it it is not an issue i promise we all have our flaws and faults and we just gotta work to be our highest 
self and if that's what you're doing that's all that matters okay and something i had heard a few weeks ago that is a big struggle for me that i was like let me just make note of this for this podcast episode because it is something i needed to hear so it might be something others need to hear and that is that no one is our possession just because we love or care about them because love is freedom love is trust love is pure it's honest it's kind so no one no one's our possession and that is something hard for me to deal with i don't think of it in terms of literally like an object but it is definitely like you're mine no one touch you you don't talk to anyone you don't cheat on me don't flirt with my man like it's it's very the emotion behind it is very strong okay i'm very very passionate about that fact but i need to remember that he's not my possession any partner i have is not my possession if it's meant to be it will be if we love each other we love each other we need trust we need to be free in the sense of we're allowed to be ourselves and be individuals and have fun with friends and fun with ourselves and take alone time we are just not in possession of that person or their time or their heart we are only in possession of ourselves because we are only ourselves so that was something that was that was a hard pill for miss girl to swallow and i'm working on it but i don't i don't like it i'm not very happy about it but i'm working on it okay that is growth when you recognize an issue and so you need to work on regardless if you're happy to work on it or not okay so in light of that and on the same topic recognizing that attachment if you find yourself getting upset without that person or without that thing or a place after a little time apart or you're being you're upset if like if it's a person and they spend some time alone or with friends that is definitely a sign of attachment it is something you have to just stop in his tracks check yourself on try and work through it i know it's hard okay i definitely have my moments where i'm not that upset that my boyfriend's not spending time with me but i kind of am because i'm like but i want to spend time with you like what do you mean you want to hang out with your friends like what but we have they they deserve that everyone deserves that that's human nature we're gonna hang out with friends family partners we have we're supposed to have multiple people in our lives in different forms and different relationships so you know they can go hang out with their friends but i definitely struggle with it if we are apart for like three days i'm like okay now i'm angry because why have you not seen me for three days and that's not even that drastic but also don't feel bad if sometimes everyone's just has different boundaries and i've had to remember that there needs to be a balance and a compromise that if i just don't feel comfortable in a relationship spending more than three days away from you then that is not a completely an issue that is just a boundary i have i prefer a lot of time together and 
I, that's just how it is for me. So don't feel bad if you have to set those boundaries. And if someone doesn't respect them, then maybe that relationship isn't for either of you. It's just something we have to be mindful of. And another sign is if you prioritize or choose that person over your own time, well-being, or responsibilities. Once again, that is something I struggle with. We have to make sure we put ourselves first and choose our own health and time, responsibilities, and passions, hobbies, all of that as well. Because if we're not doing the things we need to do for ourselves, we can't be good partners for that other person either. So that's really important and definitely a sign of attachment. And another one is nervous habits or gestures with an item when you're stressed or anxious. So I fiddle with my jewelry like I actually am right now, ironically. <laughs> and it is just, I mean, there's really no explanation to it. I think we all kind of know why that is. We just kind of busy ourselves with something. And if you realize you do that often, in a stressful or anxious situation or when you're upset about an attachment you have to someone or something not working out the way you wanted it to, you might have an attachment. So just be on the lookout for that. And lastly, I wanted to talk about healing and releasing this attachment. So this is just kind of the things I've been able to gather so far as I work through it. So if it helps you, please feel free to use them. If it doesn't, that's okay. <laughs> I'm still learning. It's still a process. So I'll probably be back with better advice when I fully am able to heal from it. But the first one I have is that we have to figure out what caused this attachment. We can heal those issues which will release our attachment. So, like I said earlier, it can stem from childhood trauma, relationship trauma, just plain old anxiety or nervousness or shyness. And that is, honestly, I feel the first step is to confront that because if you can't confront and deal with the main issue, the bigger issue, the foundation of it, you're not going to be able to heal anything on the surface level, the higher levels. So find out what causes it and tackle that first. That is the most important part right now. Then slowly doing more activities you love alone that will help you gain independence. So like I said, I literally wanted to go to the movies alone and I've never done that. It was going to be my first time. I am starting to ease into it. A while ago, I think it was sometime last year, I had gone to like one of my favorite malls and shopped alone for like hours and <laughs> I loved it. I was like, girl, this is great. I literally love this. And I didn't even feel weird about it. But Obviously, if something like that in public, in a very big or public place is hard for you, start small. Do just things that you really, really love or are passionate about. Sit in nature alone. Create things alone. It's 
you can literally start small go get a starbucks drink alone it can be the smallest thing but it still matters okay and we need to do plenty of shadow work i'm sure we all heard shadow work for literally like everything in our lives because it seems like everything has a shadow side to it okay but we have to do that shadow work so as soon as something triggers your attachment you need to sit in that sadness for a few minutes and address it heal it then release it this may take multiple times that's okay it may like it, it could take a while that is normal but you need to be able to sit with that sadness sit with your shadow self and address it figure out so say it was like childhood trauma speak to your child self speak to your inner child and just tell them it's okay we are okay we're not alone we have ourselves we have whoever you um look to in a higher I'm, i don't know why i can't think of the word whoever your source is whether it's god universe spirit guides angels yourself anything you're not alone you have them you have all of that you're just you don't have to worry about that and all you really need is yourself and those things to keep you grounded keep you safe love you trust you all the good things okay just remind yourself of those things that'll slowly heal it each time you do it the more and more you do it and then you can release it and raise your vibration let go of that trigger let go of what just upset you and made your attachment <laughs> come out to the surface again and just go on about your day doing things you love that make you happy put yourself in a better mood listen to your favorite song listen to your favorite podcast whatever okay and you need to find hobbies or other things that are important to you to fill your time that will make you happy and if they have a deadline that'll also help you prioritize it to provide a healthy balance of alone time for yourself so hobbies in general are great it's even better if it has a deadline because then you'll prioritize it but that also kind of just goes along with the doing more activities you love alone part it's just important to have your own activities and hobbies and they don't have to be fully your own you can just do them on your own sometimes you could share it with that person but sometimes it needs to just be your thing okay and lastly communicate your feelings i feel this is a big one if they are a person who loves and cares about you they will listen and they may have their own issues they have to work on they may not be able to address it or react as well as you want but remember we're all human they may just have to deal with their own communication issues or how to listen or how to comfort you or just multiple things maybe they have their own attachment anything so don't feel bad if you don't get the reaction or response you want but communicating one lets it out of your system so you're not holding it in 
and two lets them know so if they're ever wondering why you say or do a certain thing if you let them know and communicate with them how why that is they will understand and be a little more better at handling it when it comes to the forefront so that has definitely been something that's been great in my relationship is i communicate and i communicate when i'm feeling it if like when i'm feeling the anxious attachment style i communicate if i need something because of this attachment style i communicate if i am sorry for how i acted because of this attachment style everything i have just let him know given him kind of like tips like hey if i'm acting like this it's because of this you know so don't feel nervous or weird about communicating it is important and it can help the both of you but that is all i had for you guys on that i hope you guys enjoyed or were able to get something from it whether it was advice or just to feel validated we all have our issues and this is just something one of those things that we have to confront if we have that unhealthy attachment and we can work on it and make it a healthy attachment and i'm right there on that journey with y'all so we'll get there and it'll be great and we'll feel very comfortable in our own bodies alone and with our person or that thing or that place so yeah i will talk to you guys in the next one feel free to give this podcast a five-star rating if you feel it deserves it it helps tremendously i would very much appreciate it and yeah i will just see you guys in the next one bye